Ah, yes. Just like every other day in Hyrule Castletown. It's bright, it's sunny, and the courtyard is full of happy faces. This place is always so vibrant, except that weird room full of pots inside the drawbridge. I've got a few stops I need to make, but luckily the people in the town are always so bright and happy and full of cheer. My first stop is my friend at the bazaar. I have to travel across Hyrule Field, so I need to stock up on some arrows, some Deku sticks, and maybe a few hearts, just in case I'm feeling a bit bleak. Next stop, the medicine shop. Gotta make sure my empty jars are full for the day's journey. My mana and my health will likely need tending to by the end of the day, so I'll fill my bottles with green and red potion. Now that I have that done, I'll have a little fun and head to the shooting gallery. I was never good at this, but maybe one of these days I'll win that quiver or that Deku seed pouch from my bow and sling. We will see. Ah, yes. Back into the town square and oh, 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 no thanks. I don't have anything to sell you, Mr. Buyer. Thank you. Man, that dude is pushy. Oh, sorry. I bumped into the twin jugglers. I hope I didn't cause them to drop their props. Oh, what's that, Mamamu Yan? You lost your little dog? I'm so sorry. If I see him, I'll be sure to bring him back. Man, everyone is here today. Oh, hey, Professor Shikai. Perhaps we will see you again soon. Man, I'm here almost every single day, and there is this crazy man that runs around with a sack blabbing about being late for some very important date. I think I read a book that had a similar line in it. But for all the weird people in this town... I wish someone, anyone, would tell me what those two crazy people dancing day in and day out are doing. Why don't they ever get tired? How are they not dizzy just spinning around for hours and hours? They might find me annoying, but honestly, your passion for each other is just a little bit nauseating. Well, I've been in town square for a little longer than I want. It's time to bundle up my things and head home. Wait, what is this new store? I haven't seen this one. I'll go in and check it out. Well, seems pretty empty in here. Feels like every other shop, though. Hello? Hmm. There are shelves up, but nothing on them. Am I missing something here? Hmm. Just empty. I'll come back tomorrow, I guess. See if anything has changed. Jeez, sir. Whew. Whew, you scared me. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Are you the shopkeep for this establishment? Uh, are you going to say anything? <laughs> Listen, you were creeping me out with that smile. S seriously. Okay, I'm leaving. But the door's locked. What's going on? Let me out of here. Let me out of here. Oh, no. No. Get away from me. Get away from me. Welcome back to another episode of the Video Game Mythos Podcast. First and foremost, thank you. Our podcast, thanks to you, 
continues to grow and thrive, and we couldn't do it without you. Continue to listen and tell your friends about the show, share on all your socials, and we will keep growing and growing. Next up, speaking of growth, we have other shows on the network. 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. That's us, if you didn't know. We do podcasts, great podcasts, such as this one, D&D Kinda, Wasted Local Talent, and Gears of Gaming, and of course, Video Game Mythos. Check all those out, as they're all amazing podcasts, and I bet if you love this one, you'll love the other ones as well, because we are all the same people doing the same kind of shows, but with different topics. So if you like listening to me talk and Ryan talk, maybe you'll like D&D Kinda, where we both talk, except we do it together. If you love this show and our other shows on the network, be sure to check out our website, 13palmtrees.com slash merch, and sort through all the goodies there. We'd love to see you out and sporting our merch. And if you do have our merch and get our merch, send us some pics. We'll feature you on our social medias. Lots of fun. While we're at it, follow us on all of our socials. We have Twitter, at uh, VG Mythos, and a Facebook. Just search Video Game Mythos, and you will find us. Follow us on both of those, as well as 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions on Instagram for everything that we're up to. We love you, and we appreciate it. Last, but not least, send us those character suggestions. We've got quite a backlog already, but email myself or Ryan at Michael or Ryan at 13palmtrees.com, all spelled out. Or send it to info at 13palmtrees.com, all spelled out. And we will get both of them. If you prefer one style of episode over the other, let us know who you want your idea handled by, and we'll discuss that and add it to our suggestion queue. We love interacting and chatting with you guys, so keep up on all the interactions and keep them flowing. So now, what you are all here for, let's get to this week's episode, providing some backstory and context for our 2019 Halloween smash hit episode, one of our best performing episodes, thank you everyone, Ben Drowned. This week, we'll be going into the backstory and some lore surrounding the Happy Mask Salesman from the Legend of Zelda series. And seriously, if you haven't listened to Ben Drowned, go find it. It was awesome. So, like we mentioned in the introduction, Hyrule normally is a bright and beautiful world, but as fans of the series know, that just all depends on which areas you stumble into. As we talked about way back in the episode 1 with Navi, this franchise has some serious potential to be dark and scary, and just all around weird, and it seems like Nintendo shoved a lot of that horror angst, in the Zelda franchise anyway, into our creepy, smiling friend, the Happy Mask Salesman from Majora's Mask. Making an appearance in three canon Zelda titles, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Oracle of Ages, and a non-canonical appearance in the Super Smash Bros. franchise, You'd think with such a small role, he wouldn't be such a memorable character, but his propensity for mystery, intrigue, anger, and all-around creepiness make the Happy Mask Salesman one of the strangest not only in the series, but in video games as a whole. So, a little history. The Happy Mask Salesman is a Hillian, as you can tell by his pointed ears, much like most others in Hyrule. In Ocarina of Time, the Happy Mask shop owner opens the Happy Mask shop in the market after Link delivers Zelda's letter to the Death Mountain Trail gatekeeper in Kakiriko Village. Once the shop is open, Link can speak to him and become a happiness salesman, quote-unquote. This starts a mask trading sequence where Link can borrow each of the shop's masks and sell them to people. After selling all four masks, Link 
receives the Mask of Truth, which allows him to understand what gossip stones say. Along with this, he can return to the Happy Mask Shop to borrow all the masks he has previously sold, as well as four new masks. Throughout that trading sequence, the Happy Mask Shop owner is usually in a cheerful mood, encouraging Link as he is selling the masks. However, if Link does not return with the rupees for the sold mask, the Happy Mask Shop owner will become angry and threaten him. If Link returns to the Happy Mask Shop later, he will no longer be upset. The Happy Mask Shop owner disappears after Ganondorf takes control of Hyrule Castle and forces the residents of Hyrule Castle Town to flee, and he is last seen during the ending credit scenes celebrating at Lon Lon Ranch. Prior to the events of Majora's Mask, the Happy Mask salesman was traveling through the woods in search for masks. However, he was ambushed and knocked out by the Skull Kid and his two friends, Tattle and Tail. While the Happy Mask salesman was unconscious, the imp, or the Skull Kid, stole Majora's Mask from his bag and became possessed by his evil powers. And when Link arrives in Termina, he is also assaulted by the Skull Kid, who steals his Ocarina of Time and rides away with Epona. Link chases after the Skull Kid, who turns him into a Deku Scrub, who was left behind by the Skull Kid and Tail decided to follow Link. The two of them make their way to the Clock Tower, where they meet the Happy Mask Salesman. He reveals that he's been following Link, and that he knows the way to return him to his former self. However, he first needs to reclaim his ocarina from the Skull Kid. In exchange, the salesman asks Link to return the precious mask that was stolen from him within three days before he has to depart from Termina. Just a few hours before the moon lands, Link and Tattle confront the Skull Kid at the top of the clock tower. The hero retrieves his ocarina and plays the Song of Time, which transports him back to the beginning of the three-day cycle. He then returns to the Happy Mask Salesman with his ocarina, who teaches him the Song of Healing, a melody that heals troubled spirits and turns them into masks. After the song is played, the spirit of the Deku butler's son is encased in the Deku mask and Link returns to his Hillian form. Having fulfilled his promise, the Happy Mask Salesman asks for his end of the deal. After learning that Link failed to retrieve Majora's Mask, he becomes distressed and shakes Link out of frustration. He tells Link of the great lengths he went through to obtain the mask, as well as its true nature. He explains that if the mask is not taken back from the Skull Kid, something horrible will happen. He begs Link to recover the mask for him, once again stressing the fact that he must leave in three days, which is the day of the Carnival of Time, as well as the time remaining before the moon crashes into Clocktown. As Link and Tattle set off to recover Majora's Mask, the Happy Mask salesman waits patiently inside the clock tower for their return. Once Link successfully defeats the evil inside Majora's Mask, the moon vanquishes, thus saving the land of Termina from destruction. Happy endings, yay! The Happy Mask salesman finally obtains his mask, which has seemingly lost its evil power. As he is in the middle of his travels, he bids farewell and implies that Link should return to Hyrule. After commenting on the number of people who Link made happy, he walks away and disappears. What's interesting though, the Happy Mask Salesman seems to know a lot about Link and his previous adventures, mentioning that retrieving Majora's Mask should be no difficulty to someone like him. Moreover, if Link wears the mask and speaks to him with it on, he will say something about that mask, what emotion it is filled with, its rarity or something special about it. In Oracle of Ages, the Happy Mask Salesman owns the mask shop on the outskirts of Lena City. He is starving and will give Link the doggy mask in exchange for something to eat, namely the tasty meat from the Tokay Cook. 
His appearance is mostly identical in previous games, but the one notable change is that his ears are rounded and not pointed, which may just be due to the graphics for the Game Boy at the time, or the angle the characters portray behind the counter. So, those are some of the facts on our creepy boy, but what about the other stuff? What about some other little tidbits? Which is why, I think anyway, everyone likes to listen to this podcast. So the Happy Mask Salesman appeared as a guest one time in a meeting released to promote Majora's Mask 3D. And that's M-I-I-ting. Like a me. Remember me's? Yeah, me neither. My me Tomo dude is probably dead by now. The Happy Mask Salesman has nine masks attached to his bag. And one of them features the face found on the mirror shield. And one of them is based on Mario. Another cool thing, when coders hacked into the Majora's Mask 3D, the files revealed that the face models used for the Moon Children is that of the Happy Mask Salesman. In the original game, their faces had no textures at all. It's not uncommon for game developers to copy things like this, but it is interesting nonetheless. And if Nintendo wanted to get weird with some story later on, this leaves a door wide open for theorists and nuts and lore gurus like me to play around with. Zelda lore fanatics consider the Happy Mask Salesman to be one of the biggest mysteries in the Legend of Zelda franchise, and you can kind of see why. He seems to know a lot, he's got these weird masks that he really has no business getting his hands on, and there really is no concrete answer on who he is or what his goals are, hence why there are a ton of theories all over the internet. One of the leading theories, though, kind of drives with what I was just saying, is that he's some sort of deity or god. After all, he possesses strange powers and knowledge that no normal person should have access to. He also seems to be able to travel anywhere, maybe even to the Mushroom Kingdom. Like I said, there's a Mario mask on his backpack. And is seen across time periods, so there's a chance this unassuming merchant is secretly one of the most powerful beings in the whole series. The salesman also touts stories of the Ancient Ones and how they hid the mask away. But how did he know about them? How did he know where to find Majora's Mask if the Ancient Ones had it? Well, check this out. The Happy Mask Salesman does bear a strong resemblance to Rupin from Skyward Sword. Since that's the very first game on the Zelda timeline, could that mean that Rupin is in fact one of the ancient ones referred to? If so, is the Happy Mask Salesman his long-lost ascendant? Is that how he got his powers? Is that how he knows so much? There are some really awesome theories out there, and I encourage everyone to look them up. But perhaps one of the most outlandish theories of all and probably one of the coolest, is that Happy Mask Salesman is supposed to be none other than Shigeru Miyamoto. This bonkers theory was created due to his seemingly unlimited knowledge about Link and Hyrule, as well as the salesman's possession of the aforementioned Mario Mask. The reason he might have such a thing is because he created both the worlds that Mario, Link, and Zelda thrive within. Pretty cool, right? Overall, though, there's nothing but lore and speculation when it comes to the Happy Mask Salesman. He knows way more than what he says, and that, mixed with his odd propensity for masks, makes this dude prime weirdo candidate number one. His absence, though, from the Zelda universe is nearly 20 years and counting. So unfortunately for now, we're likely to get no answers to any of the questions that we have about this guy. But we'll see. Nintendo has a way to surprise its fans. So, for now... We're just left to ponder about what it is the Happy Mask Salesman wants and what he truly is.